0: Hello. I was once Jeff, but now am something more. I am both a new thing and an old thing, and this is satisfactory. I will speak to you more at the end of all that is about to happen. Listen carefully, and record appropriately.
1: Um, I don't know. I... Situation. Green. No. Pants. Sorry, honey. I have to take this.
2: Danny Corso seems like our our hottest lead so far.
3: Seems like our only lead.
2: Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. as the doc said he has a distaste for authority, so what do you say we take the least authoritarian looking person here and have them uh, ask some questions?
4: What do you think, Lenny? Uh, yeah, I could. I can try. That's not really, you know, not really my um uh, I mean, I, Well, I we're glad you're me. being a real team player here. <laughs> okay. Uh,
2: yeah. So what we're going to need from you is relax and 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 not be authoritative but uh hey maybe you can do a cover like you're looking for some beyond the dark topic info and then and then work your way into talking about
4: darren hen uh, yeah if you think so i mean you're, you're definitely the expert here i'll uh i I'd like to talk about some of my my research uh at, at the uh, museum well you know I mean, don't bore him to death but uh <laughs> funny
3: oh shush
5: listen lenny what what interests you man well i i, I mean honestly i i usually
4: brought in for you know my, my my expertise is kind of in uh esoteric areas uh archaeology art history is is usually why why I've been pulled in
5: yeah and you love you love talking about that right oh I do absolutely yes so go in with the same energy as if you're talking about that but talk about just crazy beyond the dark shit okay yeah you'll love it yeah maybe no, we should
2: all uh I can do that check out this podcast before we get into uh talking to this guy and so we have a the blog it's a blog, oh, it's a blog. <laughs> vlog yeah. You're right. yeah my bad let's go read this podcast, maybe, read this podcast.
3: <laughs> maybe we should set up home base in a hotel or something
2: yeah that's good maybe we could find another western in this
5: town i already got my spot <laughs> uh turned uh turned to romeo no bugs in it either gives him a wink
2: i doubt that
3: yeah i mean honestly <laughs> if they're gonna keep throwing us together we should just start getting a suite so we're all in one p- place
2: Yeah, I'd prefer us all be in one place, actually.
1: I can get some rooms. Agent Ryan, you make a quick call to Chloe and ask her to upgrade your stay, so to speak, as long as Agent Romeo doesn't doesn't stop you, of course. Before long, you get a call back, and your things, your personal things, have been relocated to a suite floor, and you now have adjoining rooms for the entire team.
2: Uh, Romeo is making a sourpuss face the entire time he's talking to Chloe, but does not interrupt.
5: That really that really makes Ryan smile.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you four right now are at this uh, Four Seasons, and you're setting up, f- settling in to your new rooms. You meet in the large adjoining room. It's kind of a large sitting room. It has a bar, a wet bar there, plenty of table space, plenty of seating. This is a good spot here to kind of plan your next move. Obviously, you want to follow your clear lead, even though the details are fuzzy, but it's obvious the program handpicked this little nugget for you to look into. Would you like to just head on out to the address that's so readily and publicly available, or is there anything you'd like to do in preparation?
3: Roizen's going to do two things. First, she's going to pull out one of her laptops and hook it up to the TV with the vlog running so people can get at least an idea of what it is uh, okay and then she's gonna take out these small round plastic cases about a little bigger than a quarter and hand one to each of them if you pop them open there's earplugs inside guys don't forget them this time
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, uh, it's a good call
4: thank you thank you oh uh, yeah why, why, why do i have okay okay <laughs>
1: So the he just looks kind of confused, but he doesn't say
4: anything. Cool. Just just right.
3: trust me on this.
1: <laughs> so Beyond the Dark is a web scene and a podcast as well. So Eric called it <laughs> with a somewhat significant audience. There's actually about 20,000 subscribers on their YouTube channel. That's pretty decent. It looks like it's geared toward uncovering paranormal activity and urban exploration in Detroit and quite a wide and broad surrounding area. Uh, you can see they've done some docudramas even in parts of Canada. Their most popular video is a nearly silent tour of the abandoned Muskoka Regional Center, which, which is in Canada. It was once a sanitori- or sanitarium and tuberculosis ward. And uh, the whole exploration is set to chilling synthwave. There's a lot of kind of jump scares or things off camera that, well, did you just hear that? situations it's very much like the history channel yeah supernatural Paranormal investigators exactly <laughs> it, it, it is that style 100 percent, except with no budget right you can see that viewership has declined in recent years since the inception of their channel in 2012 but their content upload schedule has remained pretty consistent their editor danny corso is front and center on pretty much everything He does, looks like, works with lots of different field investigators or has over the years. And it's clear from the website's mission statement that he started the project to be a safe place for the enlightened to discuss the paranormal underworld of Detroit and surrounding regions. You can see, though, in the last few years that the comment sections on the published videos and blogs, they're now devoted to ridiculing the authors of various reports. Before long, you run across the more recent work of one prominent field investigator. That's Darren Henn. Looks like, uh, according to one of the blogs from about a year and a half ago, he was brought on to invigorate the show with more spectacular on-the-ground reporting. Unfortunately, these efforts appear to have only exacerbated the online derision. It's even more closely in style to kind of the manufactured supernatural docudramas of cable television. However, you can see Darren's contributions have remained prolific. Dozens of heavily edited videos of him chasing spook lights and ghostly susurrus around industrial structures, abandoned residences, ramshackle commercial buildings of all types. He's actually really charismatic in his videos, but you can see he's very eccentric. In fact, he, if everybody would like to please roll their human might have an additional bit of insight. Success for me.
3: It's a success from Ryzen as well.
5: Got critical it. Critical failure from Ryan.
1: Oh, a good old critical failure to start off the, the night. And Lenny,
5: looks like you <laughs> failed. I uh, did fail, yes.
4: Failure from Lenny. Oh,
5: no, I gotcha. forgot. I, I failed my dodge or succeeded, I'm sorry. That's correct. You succeeded. <laughs> yeah. That, that was that the home I'm scene, though. This is your first, you know, succeeding an and not learning <laughs> shit. <now. laughs> That's correct. It's
1: fine. It's You're fine. too good. It's fine. You're it's too fine. good to learn more from that Aikido master. So,
5: uh. Bullshit. Ryan, you're not Segal. into
1: this at all. This is a waste <laughs> really of your like this is a waste of time and watching. On brand. Yeah, watching these these fools kind of fumble around and pretend they're hearing like ghosts on camera is you're just not getting anything from this at all. Lenny, you're still kind of confused about why you're there. This doesn't seem to have anything to do with antiquities or ancient history. And you think think you just saw a whole bunch of pictures of some dude that had his head cut off and your stomach's getting a little queasy Romeo Royzen you think this gentleman on camera as you flip through his his recent videos as he runs through these half abandoned structures he's got a manic aspect to his high char- charismatic approach can I roll further like psychology uh nope no. No, nope. okay. you you passed human intelligence and and that's what you gleaned from these snippets of 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 video that you're watching. Okay. As you continue, it's clear that Darren believed he was on the trail of a big story. In fact, his last blog entry on the website itself hinted at some amazing story that he was going to break and it was going to let all those trolls in the comment section understand that what they're doing at beyond the dark is is real anything else we would like to look at i think i gave you a
4: pretty good dump as you as you peruse their mm-hmm. youtube channel and their website um i mean lenny's looking for any sort of hints of occult behavior in his videos i mean thought is you know if i'm here it must be for something and so oh like, sure yeah they, like,
1: they actually do they, they do quite a few performative rituals with solomonic magic and like we're talking, laying down salt in certain patterns and wearing, uh, you know, the badge of Solomon or the ring of Solomon as they try to deal with uh, demonic spirits that they're, that they're attempting to exercise on video. Otherwise, what you're seeing are the trappings of ritual magic. And in your opinion, not done correctly in most cases, but you're not seeing any evidence of
4: supernatural activity on these videos. Lenny says, yeah, um, I mean, I, I, I can say that these guys are annoying. Uh, I don't like it when people are are putting out this kind of forgive me bullshit out into the world. There's a lot of us who do a lot of hard work to to, to get facts out, and uh, I mean, yeah, I. I what I kind mean, of I facts def- are you putting out there, Lenny? Oh, look, I mean, this was this was part of my. I mean, you can visit the museum and see my my most. What recent, museum uh, again? Yeah, the The Getty Museum in 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 Los Angeles.
2: Oh, you're at the Getty, huh? Have you been? No, I haven't, but I'm aware of it.
4: Oh, oh okay, kind of sad. That's face. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can I can I mean, if you need me to talk to these guys, I can certainly uh I could probably take this guy for a ride with what I know, especially seeing how little they know about what they're doing.
2: Right. Yeah. I think I think I'm having second thoughts about having you talk to him. I and mean, we don't want someone talking down to him, man. Oh, that's nah, it's okay. Well I you know, like I said, whatever uh, whatever you think's best. Okay. No, he's got this. No, I, I think I think I'm just gonna wear my plain clothes, the all FBI garb <laughs> and no, um, he, yeah, he's like, Romeo just takes a pause and says, I'm going to put on my street clothes and uh, I'll try and level with this guy.
3: Brazen's pretty sure she sprained an eyeball rolling them so hard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, roll damage. <laughs> Any other research or preparation that I need to be aware of before we switch scenes to a plain clothes
5: Romeo approaching the address from a website?
3: who's going with him because we probably shouldn't let him go alone
5: let's let lenny go with him it'll be good to have somebody tell you what why don't you can, all come with even me and you'll be
2: my crew for my own show that i'm putting together called we're gonna call it the circle of darkness and we we, we haven't launched anything yet we're just kind of investigating things i like the edgy
4: name
5: yeah I actually don't hate that idea. Yeah, that's that's kind of funny, actually.
4: I think we uh, kind of like that. Dope. (laughs) Royce is
2: conspicuously silent. She just implodes.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Well, what do you think, Royce? Royce
3: jots down a quick note to whatever handler finds their gear later. (laughs) Stuffs it in her backpack just in case.
5: (laughs) Remember, guys, we're trying to get... Information from this Danny Vella about Darren, but let's not. Uh, let's try to be a little indirect with it. Yeah. All right, Romeo, show us. Show us how it's done. Romeo
1: gets gets dressed and re-enters the the common room. What What does this look like? Is it just like a a suit without a tie? Or what, <laughs> Romeo is gonna wear some jeans and a white t shirt with a
2: a jean jacket. So he's wearing the Canadian tuxedo and he's of course got his hair slicked back he's not going to bring his gun which he feels nervous about
1: Ooh, yeah that's a that's an interesting choice but i'll, I'll take it makes my job a lot easier when you go in unarmed to a new location mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, i'm just kidding i'm just messing with you. <laughs> uh, you can do whatever you want uh so he he enters the room and everybody claps and applauds at how well he cleans up uh in street clothes yeah should, should i roll my fashion yeah, you. isn't that a, a cyberpunk roll? Uh, yeah. Role? yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or style. It was style or something. Dude. I can't remember. Yeah. Any other research that the team wants to complete before heading out?
3: Not research, but if we're going with that farce, Ryzen's going to make sure her DSLR is charged because she's recording
1: mm. this. <laughs> okay. Wise, wise. You four pile into one of the vehicles. Uh, is there a special vehicle that I should put you in? Each one of you has your own rental at this point.
2: Romeo classically got a um, black
1: SUV.
3: So Royzen's actually riding with someone because she took the train in and then just took the oh, bus from right. there. <laughs> there has okay. been no okay. reason for her to rent a car.
1: So everybody into the black SUV then? Is that cool with everybody? Is the team the team uh locked in? Works for
2: me. It sounds sounds like it.
1: Let's go. Four pile pile into Romeo's black SUV rental and make your way towards the address that's posted as the editor's office on the contact us page of beyond the dark as you head into this neighborhood the motivation for the paranormal production of course, those organization is fairly self-evident when you arrive and have a chance to take it in the ghosts of detroit are everywhere in this area despite the multiple revival efforts recently spreading through the city there's abandoned buildings people living in squalor and sallow eyes without hope when you pull up in front of this address, you see that Danny has supplied his own twist on the decrepit neighborhood's theme. His door handle is curiously covered in aluminum foil. In fact, there's a unique pattern of aluminum sheeting that covers each one of his street facing windows. In better times, maybe Danny might've been an artist, or if he didn't have such a passion for other areas and arenas. The single story home is run down, the lawn is wild with knee-high, actually hip-high grass and weeds. But despite this, it it does seem better kept than the rest of the homes on the street. Tell me how you approach, where you park. Like Guide me through this, and I will be the world for you.
2: You are the world for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, Romeo pulls uh, right in front of that, what can only be described as hovel. Run-down hovel, actually. Mm. and um so
1: it's a tear down from uh, hovel
2: yeah it gotcha. is it is rough he pulls directly in front of it and approaches the
1: uh door agents and lenny do you follow with him uh yes lenny's on board what about Royson and ryan
3: Royson's following but she's hanging back a bit
5: um i am going to uh follow in got it so we've I, got i'm under the impression and maybe the team can confirm that we're going in like like a, a docu crew, right? Yep. Yep. Cool. Cool.
1: You four wander your way up to the front of this. I think we call it a hovel, but it's actually a tier below that. So whatever domicile name that is, and notice that there is a old-style white intercom box that's been installed on the left side of the door frame. Looks a little battered, actually. Otherwise, the door itself. It's, like I said, has a handle that's covered in aluminum foil.
2: Romeo points at the, the handle and looks at everybody meaningfully. And then he uses the sleeve of
1: his jacket to press the intercom button. After a few brief moments, you hear the intercom crackle to life. Hey, it's after business hours. It's actually pretty late. Uh, how many of you are there out there? Four of you? Wow, are
2: you, are you Danny Corso? I'm sorry, this is after business hours. Uh, we, uh... We're big fans and we kind of, we wanted to talk to you.
1: Yeah, 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 okay. Uh, come back in the daylight uh, wh- where I can see, you know, what's in your pockets and your hands. And maybe just like one of you.
2: Uh, Yeah, that's fine. We'll come back. And so
1: you hang your head in shame and turn around. <laughs> yep. is, that, is, that what, is that what the team does? Yep. Okay. You want to narrate that, I
2: guess? Yeah, so uh, Romeo hangs his head like in shame and um, kind of vaguely gestures at the group. With his hand and and uh, points at the car and says, "Let's go, guys." I guess. Uh, Is that- <laughs> I guess he's. Uh, I guess we're getting big timed.
5: Ryan puts his hand on Lenny's back to to lead him away back towards the car. Once they're off of the porch, he says, "Listen, turn back around, run up there, and act like you're a big fan. Say that you don't know. Say that you're not that close with us, and you're more interested in learning more about what he knows and just." fanboy out. And then by the time he's done going.
2: saying all that we're at
5: the vehicle. Correct. <laughs> yes, that is, that is correct. You you guys are at the vehicle uh when he uh, has this coaching session with Lenny. And I'm just saying it quickly under my breath as we're walking away in the hopes that he plays along. Uh, Lenny? <laughs>
4: Lenny's just looking back and forth like uh oh uh okay. Yeah, I can I can. move it. <laughs> so I I uh Lenny heads back up there. Okay. You're you're back in front of this door. Yep, yeah, buzz. I buzz the thing again. Yeah, it's late. Hey, hey, I, I know. I, I apologize. I, I just, you know, very excited to meet with you. And then I'm not sure the best way to do this. You know, it's now that I have watched a bunch of his, you know, now that Lenny's watched a bunch of his like shows, he's got some knowledge around what they've been researching lately. Is there something I could roll to like? I guess I don't know if it's persuade or like. It's persuade. It's persuade. It's persuade. Okay. Mm-hmm. Basically, I'm gonna attempt to fanboy out with him based on my knowledge my my yeah. expertise and what this guy what I know this guy's been up to. Th- this is a very good use of persuade. Okay, I'll see here.
5: You got this John. Mm, I mean, was there a bonus there because of my expertise? Yeah, there and because of, of my no my Cheering on. That's okay.
1: Well, I know, like <laughs> that was a good fail. You have, you avoided detriments by all your your great great preparation, guys. You you let this pour forth and really gush over the Beyond the Dark mission statement. And after what seems like an eternity, you can just hear this dim crackle emanating from the intercom. You hear. All right, uh, I'll buzz you in, but all those other ones, keep them back there. I can still see them there in the car kind of watching.
4: Lenny turns around and gives a thumbs up and a smile <laughs> to the guys in the car. I guess heads in. You hear a buzz and a click. The door, in response,
1: opens just a bit towards you. You grasp the aluminum-clad handle, pull it forward. Inside is utter darkness. The street lights outside are pretty ramshackle and in already unsatisfactory they don't help you see inside this shadowed entryway at all but you step forward and through you realize there's a well small area here linoleum floor that's been cordoned off but your eyes are still adjusting to the, the lack of light close the door behind you or leave it ajar leave it ajar and then i um pull out my flashlight you pull out your flashlight and switch it on. And what you see here is, is something that you've seen before in, in pawn shops or jewelry stores. It's a cage here in the entryway. It separates this front door to, from the rest of the building. Um, hello? You hear a crackle from another speaker somewhere in the room to your left. Go ahead and shut the door and I'll turn on the lights. He shuts the door. You hear it click behind you loudly. The shunk as well. The lights in the room do buzz on. And yes, you are in what seems like a entryway cage, thick iron bars that now serve as a boundary between you and the rest of the rundown room. You hear the speaker come back on. All right, go ahead and turn out your pockets. Show the inside of your your vest there. Actually, just go ahead and take off your shirt and pants and put them in the corner there.
4: Uh, no, not going to do that. I mean, I don't have anything in my pockets i c- I could show you uh what I have with me i I kind of pull you know a few things out of my pockets and hold them up to camera I assume there's I can see the camera. You actually
1: uh are looking around you don't see a camera. all you hear is from a, another room actually it's it's a little bit away the the crackle of this uh of this speaker. You know, what just, do you pull I, out of your pockets?
4: Well, I pull out a little pocket notebook, a small like pocket knife. I mean my flashlight office is out, a uh, deck of cards that i have into an old coin there's a long pause
1: nah i don't think so i can't see behind you why don't you turn around why don't you just take the pants off man just make this quick i don't want to see you without pants on just 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 get it done then you can come through
4: yeah, no no i'm not i'm not gonna do that look well, I- you,
1: can, you can just leave it, 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 we're not gonna do this then it's,
4: it's weird man that's weird what, what do you want to see think, without my You think, my I, pants? Like,
1: you think I, I like this? You show up at you show up at my place of business at two thirty in the morning with a whole posse of, of, of folks that look like feds, and, and, and you, you think I'm, I'm not going to not going to be a paranoid, man?
4: Wait, is it two thirty in the morning for real? Yeah, it is absolutely. <laughs> I did not. Know that.
1: That yeah, was... you met uh, you met with Doctor Boren around eleven p.m. He he. Uh, he said a time between eight and eleven. I thought it was eight and eleven a.m. So, so did I. Oh, p.m. P- p- <laughs> p- 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 <laughs> p.m. I'm afraid. <laughs> I thought it was.
5: Okay, dense. well, then let's walk this whole. That's thing. why
1: the parking lot was so dark when I described it, and yeah, everything's been so dark. I just thought we
2: were in like a covered parking lot, and it's Detroit, so there was no electricity in it. It's been it's been an
4: eclipse this whole time. <laughs> did you say I, it's actually two thirty p.m.? Can I roll my persuade again? <laughs> it's so dark in here. How could you? Do that? Have you been on a lot of meth lately? <laughs> yeah, that's a minus one hundred on that. No, there's no perceivable for that. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, if if it would make you more comfortable, we can we can just come back tomorrow during the daylight hours when it would be more reasonable. You hear a loud buzz, a click,
1: and a shunk as the entryway door opens behind you, outward. All right, I'll uh, we'll we'll see you tomorrow. The lights flicker off. You're left in darkness. I leave. You walk back. Do you also hang your head in shame? Uh no. No, no, I do not. <laughs> okay. You hold it up high and you walk walk back proudly to the vehicle, to the anxiously awaiting agents in the car.
4: Hey, uh well two things. One, it, it's uh I didn't realize it was 2:30 in the morning and uh two, he was adamant that I Oh my god, it's 2:30. It's and
2: 2:30 he... in the morning?
4: And and he was the time shit. I've been squinting. <laughs> And he was adamant that I kept that I take my pants off, and I'm just not gonna do that. Not. When you
2: when someone tells you to take your pants off, you take your pants off. You don't ask questions.
5: What do you mean he asked you to take
4: your pants off? That's just for fun? He wanted me? I think it was a security thing. I don't know, but I'm not taking my pants
5: off of this guy. I don't. I don't know. Next this time, guy. take your pants off. This I'm is not, bigger than on. your pants. Not gonna. This is way bigger than your pants. Why the hell didn't you take your pants? You off? Take your pants off. <laughs> I'm not taking off my pants. You gotta take your pants off next time. What, what do you mean you're not taking off your pants? For security. Who gives a Who gives a shit? Why didn't you take your damn pants off? You take your pants off. I don't
4: it's know. It's a what rule. If he, what if he's live streaming Lydia, the whole thing over
5: some some you know? I I guarantee not, you you will get fuck? no views. Oh my gosh, who is this guy?
1: He starts suspecting this whole thing is an elaborate. Ryan's
5: genuinely annoyed and walks around the other side of the car. An elaborate hazing ritual from Delta Green. Yes,
4: yeah, is this is this real? Like, is this, are y'all putting me up to something?
5: Yes, this is re- the shit that we're doing here is serious. What we're trying to find out is serious. We need to talk to this guy. He's our only lead. Well, Which is why, next time, you take your
2: pants off. As it stands, let's just go back to the uh, hotel, get some sleep, come back early in the morning when this weirdo's in a better mood.
5: Ryan huffs and then gets back in the car.
1: That huff serves as a perfect transition to the exact same scene eight hours later. (laughs) Camera flips. Daylight. Mm -hmm. The sun has risen. Is indeed daylight, although it's an overcast day, as all Detroit days are. We know this, and know this. you've uh, arrived again in front of this address, in the middle of the, or
5: in the middle of the outskirts of Detroit. Ryan opens his eyes and says, "Holy shit! It's ten a.m." <laughs> <laughs> yep. Careful, no,
2: everybody. No, There's juggalos about. <laughs> <laughs>
5: We pull up. Ryan's gonna turn to Romeo and say, "Do you want to take another stab at it, or?" Yeah, I do. Let's give this another go. Do you think I respect that? But maybe uh, Royson should give it a shot. Not that Romeo turns, turns and looks at
2: Royson and uh, raises an eyebrow at her.
3: Fine, but if he asks me to take my pants off, you guys had better shoot him.
2: Well, what if you take your pants off? <laughs> what? What if? Uh, what if there's no one to shoot? And I didn't bring my
1: gun. You guys have guns?
3: Fine, I'll just kill him with my bare hands.
1: Perfect. Roizen, alone, I guess, walks up to the... No, we're all going. This. Oh, okay. she's, I She's guess, just doing the talking. Is that, that's what okay. I understood. Got it. She's Roisin, the director. Roizen's taking point. Got it. Okay, <laughs> yeah. cool. Okay, Roizen takes point and uh, leads you for back up to the stoop of this decrepit house. And the intercon crackles to life. Oh, you actually... He actually came back. Okay. Well, let's, uh, let's do this. He doesn't even let you get a word in before he opens the door remotely. You hear that click and that chunk. door again opens outward towards you. Do you four file into the caged room mm-hmm. that was described to you off screen by Lenny, I assume? Yeah. The lights are yes. already on now when you enter. And yeah, you don't see much outside of this cage, just peeling wallpaper, flecked and poorly spackled drywall, and three door frames that lead into other areas of the home slash business. You hear from a speaker to your left in another room. Okay, close the door. Romeo closes the door behind him. Click, shunk. Alright, so uh, there's, a, there's a wand there on the ground. Do you see it? Four let your eyes flutter down to the linoleum floor, and you see what looks like a metal detection wand that you would see perhaps at, well, some of you recently saw at the TSA checkpoints at your airports. Mm-hmm. Uh, Switches on the bottom there. Uh, why don't you just, like, wave that over the others and then wave it over yourself. I'm watching, okay?
2: And Romeo picks it up and begins to wave it on... Each of us and himself.
1: Does anybody have any weapons on him besides uh, Linny? I know Linny does. I mean, a, a little pocket knife and a keychain pepper spray, I guess. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. I'm aware. <laughs> Royzen, did you bring a weapon?
3: Uh, Royzen's going to mutter that he should probably avoid her hair. <laughs>
5: <laughs> mm. Ryan left his gun on the car.
1: As you wand over each person, it does emit an audible beep over the pockets of Mr. Liddy Hargrave. Everybody kind of freezes
4: for a moment, looks around.
1: All right. I knew I was right not to let you in last night. What the hell do you have in your pockets?
4: I, I, it was, I, sh- I showed it to you on camera last night. It was, uh, I'd look and I just I'd pull, I'd pull my pockets and it's like a little pocket knife and a, you know, a coin and a deck of cards. I'm like, this is the same thing. Hmm. Go ahead and push that knife through
1: the right side of the bars there. I'll give it back to you later. Okay. I do. It clatters to the linoleum floor only a few uh, few inches away from the edge of the cage. Okay. okay, let's do some pre-interview questions like this. I know it's not uh, comfortable, but still don't trust you. First sure. question. Do any of you or have any of you ever worked for the government?
5: Nope. No. No.
1: Second question. Who here believes that there is life... Outside of our terrestrial sphere.
2: Uh, Romeo
4: raises both his hands above his head. Yeah, I've raised my hand. Uh, Lenny raises his
5: hand, too. Ryan raises his hand.
3: Grayson looks around as if she's extremely confused and doesn't understand what's being said.
5: Third question. X-Files or
1: Fringe?
2: Ooh, that's a good one.
1: Yes. <laughs> you hear the door click. Very slowly and fairly loudly to your left, the heavy iron gate begins to slide on a rail and opens into the house. All right, follow uh, follow my voice this way, and uh, you're going to come to a door. I'll unlock it. Awesome. You go ahead and walk to your left through a dimly lit room. Now, all the windows here have been spackled over with aluminum foil, as I previously mentioned. The pattern is... Again, intricate, almost beautiful. And you walk across a dirty red carpet that looks like it's been placed here over more peeling linoleum floor. Make your way to a battered looking metal door. As you approach, you hear what sounds like several locks being undone. Soon it opens inward to reveal the pleasant glow of what look like maybe a dozen or so computer screens, some on tables, some pinned to walls with bungee cords and mounts that have seen better days. Several keyboards scattered across the room. The floor is peppered with energy drink cans, candy bar wrappers, junk food, castaways. There are two chairs here. One is currently occupied by man you recognize from several videos as Danny Corso. He's relatively unshaven, looks a little heavier now than he did in, in, in some of the videos you saw. He's wearing a taxi cab driver's hat, and a Naruto t-shirt. He has a shotgun. That's what all your eyes fixate on when the door's opened. He's opened it with his right foot and is holding the shotgun towards you all. He doesn't say a word. He seems to be waiting. Danny Corso as I live and breathe. We are big fans. He nods slowly. Alright, okay, come inside. Close the door behind you. We do so. He stands up, holding the shotgun tightly, but pointed towards the ground. He walks beside you, and you see him put in place what look like several more deadbolts, two chains, and an electronic lock that uh, takes him a moment to engage. He turns around and says, I've only got two chairs, so... Shrugs. We don't mind standing.
2: Suit yourself. We're excited to be here. The nexus of of the magic that is... uh beyond the dark, you know? It's, uh, wow.
1: Roll your charisma, please. Success. He nods slowly. He looks skeptical. Well, got decent taste at least. He nods towards Ryan.
5: <sighs> All
1: right, so what What do you need? I'm actually pretty busy. He glances towards the locked door.
2: Yeah, we totally understand, and, and we're just uh, huge fans, and we're looking to kind of start our own blog up, vlog even at some point thinking of calling it The Circle of the Dark and uh, we we just wanted to see if if we could just pick your brain about this and maybe even possibly
1: collaborate at some point when we when we once we get started Circle of the Dark. Yeah, that's awesome, he says. I know. He nods seriously. Yeah, uh cool. So, have is this like your first project or
2: like well, that's a good question. I mean, we've we've long-time been enthusiasts and uh well, Lenny here. He's our expert more than anyone, I think. He's uh well, he honestly he's, he's he's picked out a few uh inconsistencies in some of your videos if you don't mind my saying. So, uh we're we're all big fans, but also uh study you a great bit and and uh
1: just uh in- incons- inconsistencies. He well, in
2: myth and legend and, and and what's reported, you know. It's it, it's not it's only the most uh Astute, um, PhD level investigators might know this. All things.
1: three of you He's, hear Romeo he kind of starting to stumble over his words. Uh, you feel the tension starting to grow in the room. Would any agent like to step in?
4: I would, well, yeah, let me will. Cool. Go ahead. Yeah, well, well, yeah, what well, I think, what well, I think, um... I think he's trying to say is is you know we you know like I so said we're big fans and but yeah like there's there are some some topics that I I wanted to talk to you about and also uh, a few comments I had on, on some of your videos that I saw which again were great but uh, and then at this point I guess I'd like to roll I'd like to do like an occult roll and kind of like pull on my knowledge of like occult activities in this in this area. And then maybe yep. like, start asking him, like, hey, man, do you know about this cult and how they work? And have you all investigated these people? And Or if there's anything Got I've it. seen in his previous videos, I'm like, hey, I saw you investigated these guys. What do you think about this? A- X, y, Z?'" Z da- is that-
1: damage control first. Roll your charisma, please.
4: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Where is that? Hey, look at that success. Wow. All right,
1: even- you get a plus 20% to your occult roll now.
4: Okay, cool. Quick, dazzle him with
1: magic. Oh,
4: even with the plus twenty, I failed. Well, got it.
1: Wow. So go to check your occult, Ryan. Remember, check your human intelligence, and Lenny, I think you failed to persuade as well. Anybody who failed, please ensure you're you're checking. So he kind of nods along. He says, "Hey, hey, hey, hey!" He holds up his hand, taking it off of the shotgun for a moment. I get it. I get it. I get it. You know your shit. And hey, I'm sorry about the pants thing. It's just, uh, it's been a rough. Rough few, okay? So we, we, we can hash some of those details out and, and, and kind of talk about some of the... He glances over at Romeo. Inconsistencies later. Uh, not really in the mood right now. If you're here for, like, general advice or talking about some collab, uh, show me your your sizzle reel. What, what you got? Well, we haven't got a sizzle reel yet. Well, that's the first thing you need to do is,
4: is, is get something that you can upload so some folks can see it. Hey I I did have a question. I was wondering if we could also speak with um with Darren as well. We've been seeing him pop up on your videos and he really does seem to have some knowledge as well. Is he around? Uh no. Uh D- Darren got killed.
1: What? Wait, what? Something killed Darren. Something that's something
2: huge. Something killed him. Uh yeah. Okay. This is going to sound really insensitive.
1: Did you get it on film? He 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 nods. I, I, I didn't, but but I, I I I get where you're coming from. Okay, there might be some film out there, but only the thing that killed him or whoever killed him
4: knows where it might be. He says. When you say whatever killed him, I mean, what what do you think it was? Do you do you have any ideas? Sit down. He says. Okay.
2: Romeo sits Indian style on the on
4: the grime covered floor on the grime <laughs> covered floor. Shoot some yeah. energy drink cans over. You see, Apple stars. Apple stars. you see
1: Danny put the shotgun down, leaning against one of the computer desks. With dramatic flair, using both his hands, he says, Darren was searching, and I think found the Detroit Jabberwock. He leans back for effect.
3: What? Frozen just has this extremely puzzled look on her face.
2: Uh, okay. Romeo raises his eyebrows in earnest
1: appreciation. <laughs> that's, a, that's a powerful eyebrow raise. That's very <laughs> weighty. Uh, very articulated uh, eyebrow raise. I like it. I can see by your faces that you probably have never heard of it. Am I right? Not slowly, yeah. Well, that's because it was previously unknown. You see, Darren was, he was hot on its trail. He was close to finding it predator right it we think it was has been haunting detroit as recently as well just starting in the last few months the final message that that i got from darren he's he told me he had found something big and, and he was gonna have undeniable photographic and videographic evidence this time he said he said it was it was proof using his finger to point he kind of punctuates each one of his syllables wow do you know where he went to do this? We might be able to recover the video and bring it to you. He seems to be getting more and more excited. He nods, I-, I-, I can show you the email. We would love that. He turns from you and leans over one of the computers. You see him type in what must be a very long passphrase. The Matrix 1 screensaver flickers off. You see of what course. looks like multiple, multiple Google, not, no, no, he uses the Brave browser. Multiple Brave <laughs> browsers. Uh, mm. with what look like hundreds of tabs each up on his screen. He clicks through a few of them until he brings up what looks like his proton mail account. He takes a quick screenshot and uh, minimizes that and moves the monitor over in your direction, presses a couple more buttons until almost every monitor in the room is showing the same email. Go ahead! Soak it in. Can I have a volunteer? to read this for our listeners out there.
3: Alright, so the header of this is no more bullshit. This is it.
1: Uh, don't forget the rere <laughs>
3: <laughs> Danny, this was the right place to set up my field headquarters. My nightly rounds finally paid off. This is Big Danny. And not just lens flares or weird sounds off-screen big, it shows up on photos. It's real. All caps. And I've seen it. I'm going to get video evidence tonight, more caps, for you and the project. I know where it nests now, and this is the thing that will get the idiots on the message board to finally shut up and listen. The goddamn Jabberwock is real, and the story has to be told. It's behind all those missing girls, especially the younger ones from St. Bart's. We are going to first get this story and then get the National Guard. If you don't hear back from me tomorrow, then it's way smarter than I give it credit for. Board your windows and lock your doors because it will be coming for you next. Sorry, I'm on my fifth energy drink and buzzing, but please be careful and watch yourself. This thing is no joke and I think it can look like other people. Maybe it's been here for years, hiding out and eating girls, and I'm the first to figure it out. Proof is coming, my boy. Keep the lines clear and keep the faith. This is the return of Beyond the Dark.
1: Danny nods. So yeah, I upped my security a little bit. I haven't heard from him in in days. Something happened to him and I know he's dead. It was smart for you to put all the security in.
4: I can see why.
1: Yeah, well, most of it I had him before, but uh, I took it up a notch, you know. Again, sorry about the pants thing, but he shrugs.
2: So uh, what's the aluminum foil got to do with this uh, boarding things up?
1: Uh, it, it disrupts uh extraplanar entities that might be trying to break in.
2: Well, that makes perfect sense. He nods. Well, that's good info. I guess we could start tracking down where he was last seen and see if we
1: can get that footage for you. Whoa, 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 whoa! I, I showed this to you to discourage you. Oh, we don't yeah. discourage easily. I think this thing. I think he's probably right. I mean, Darren was no joke. He was my best field investigator. If he says this thing can, well, look like other people and it's coming after me, well, it is smarter than he gave it credit for. And there's something else going on. You should stay the hell away from it.
4: Yeah, he, he might be right. Maybe maybe, maybe this one's a little, little too much for us to start on our, our first assignment. Exactly.
5: Well, some of us don't scare so easy. He shakes his head. Can I real quick remember whether or not Romeo gave him a name? Like, sorry, like introduce himself.
1: Romeo did not give a name only only the circle of the dark was the only name given
5: Ryan's going to say I mean Ernie I don't know maybe we just leave it to the expert here turning back towards uh Danny will you keep us in the loop though this this is madness
2: little Stevie just take a beat <laughs> and then he he looks at uh at Danny and says Can I get your number? If we find the footage, I want to tell you immediately.
1: Yeah, yeah. The one we have on the website just goes to the paranormal tip line. Honestly, I haven't had time to really check on it lately. I'll give you, uh... I'll give you the number I'm using right now. He turns to his computer and types on it for a bit. He reads out a number, to you. Yeah, I'll use that for the next week. Perfect. But yeah, my plan's to hunker down for a while. Work on some of my, my other articles in the meantime. And then, uh... Well, maybe after that, I'll... <sighs> he sighs. Maybe I'll find a new field investigator. And... But I feel like things are too hot right
2: now. I yeah, don't blame me. It's pretty scary. But like I said, we're looking to make a charge into this, uh, this world of paranormal stuff. And uh, I think we're a lot tougher than, uh, than we
1: look. Darren was the best investigator I had ever worked with in decades. He was brilliant. I don't know what other word to use. Like, we're talking, like, Sherlock Holmes, as portrayed by Benedict Cumberbatch. Brilliant. The guy was infallible in his deduction. So, think twice before you do something stupid.
2: We will. Uh, thank you. For- it's good to consider. Okay, well, um, did did he leave you with any other
1: information other than that email? That was the last email I got from him. Sounds good. Do you have any questions... This is a, a hint from your friendly uh, handler here. Uh, do you guys have any questions about anything that was said in that email or anything that was given to you perhaps in the initial contacts? I may.
5: Awesome. Like where does Hold dig- on. Where does- what was D- Darren talking about here? The, the girls at St. Bart's.
1: Oh, yeah, the missing girls? Yeah, I think I got those newspaper reports somewhere. He turns again to his computer, clicks around for a while. You hear a printer spark to life over to your right start spitting out paper onto the floor yeah uh girls from a like a prep school or a private school or something uh joy shores lena stover when did this happen pretty recent last couple of months or so like two folks to maybe read each of these that'd be super helpful
2: missing joy shores police on monday scoured the area in detroit where joy shores was last reported seen searching for any signs of the missing 15-year-old girl. Joy was reportedly visiting Palmer Park to play chess with the elderly on Saturday, when she was reported missing by her father, Dante Shores, the following Monday when she failed to return home. Park-goers claim Joy is a member of the St. Bartholomew Academy Chess Club and liked to practice her skills against older players. Joy is described as Caucasian, 5 feet 5 inches tall, 140 pounds, with brown hair and brown eyes. She was last seen wearing a teal shirt, jeans, Converse shoes, and a purple purse, according to an Amber Alert issued today by Michigan State Police.
5: Missing. Lena Stover. Detroit police are hoping the public can assist them in finding a 16-year-old girl who has been missing since Saturday. Police say Lena Stover was last seen on June 15th around 5.45 p.m. on the St. Bartholomew Academy campus. She is 5'4 and weighs 125 pounds with a tan complexion, brown eyes, and multicolored hair. She has good mental and good physical condition. If anyone should have information on Lena's whereabouts, contact Detroit Police Central District at 313-596-1300 or Crimestoppers at 1-800-SPEAK-UP.
1: Yeah, so Darren was sure that there was something going on there. Seemed really and where was uh, he, following that.
2: Where was he taking his night rounds? Nightly rounds, sorry.
1: Oh, his field headquarters? Yeah, he was actually living out of there. Really, really committed. He nods, kind of purses his lips firmly. Yeah, uh he was at, at one of the old schools, the uh the hall school. Hall middle school, I think. I can give you that address if uh
2: Yeah, that'd be great. Uh we can definitely search there first and see if we can find any clues. Sure, sure. He gives you the address to Hall Middle School. What other missing girls? I saw he mentioned all those missing girls, especially the younger ones from St. Bart's. Um, what other missing girls are we talking about?
1: He didn't share any other evidence with me, but he was sure he was onto something big. I mean, you gotcha. saw the email, right? These disappearances all happened over the last few weeks or so. I think. Any other questions for Danny Corso? Hey, does the name
4: Jeffrey Jenkins mean anything to you?
1: Oh. Yeah, yeah. Jeff. Yeah. He, he, uh... Yeah, everybody knows Jeff. I never really met him, but I, I, I he was real close with Darren. They were kind of message board buddies, which is kind of cool. I mean, Jeff's pretty well known in those circles. Uh, he was also pretty active on the Beyond the Dark forums, I mean, in the old days before the trolls took over. I know, like, uh, he and Darren, they used to trade, like, old books and uh, artifacts and shit like that, but that's about all I know about their uh, their relationship
2: out of character the before the trolls took over did he's referring to like the active like hate they're getting on on all their different forms correct is we're, that...
1: we're not talking real trolls or anything that have no, no no i get crawled out from, from <laughs> but the uh, tunnels. No, no. To...
2: i guess i'll just ask it in character then so did jeffrey jenkins stop posting when the trolls came in
1: uh yeah pretty much all the old guard left it just got too toxic
2: oh gotcha okay
1: darren but... was turning that all around though
2: yeah he's, i mean I've, I've i've always been a believer but you know, some people are real, real shits.
1: He nods earnestly.
5: We've, we've got an address for Darren, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. He gave you, he gave you an address for, for where Hull, Darren had set up his field headquarters. Yeah. Hall Middle School. Yeah. Correct. Correct. That's right. That's right. So, Danny shrugs. Did he have an actual home address, uh, Darren? He was not really that kind of guy. I hear you. Kind of lived on the road a bit, but uh, there's a lot of like old you know, places abandoned in Detroit. Yeah, I hear uh, you. Guess, guess he thought uh, the old middle school was going to be a good spot to post up in for what he was looking for. I guess it was maybe close to where he thought this thing was. Probably too close for comfort. I mean, I wouldn't recommend going there until the heat dies down. I hear you.
2: We really appreciate you uh, meeting with us and we'll, we'll be careful.
1: We'll be real careful. Listen, you need... To start a YouTube channel like yesterday. Okay. Get that sizzle reel popping. I'm not kidding. Yeah. It's going to pop. Start recording like everything. Yeah, it's tough on the editor, whoever that is for you. He looks around the room. But record everything. You never know what you're going to see or hear. You don't want to miss that gold moment when, you know, something vibrates through the veil that we believe is reality and speaks to you across eons past. Whoa. Totally. He nods. I'm gonna go ahead and unlock the doors. He gets back up and walks over beside you. Begins the long process of disentangling all the chains and going through all the deadbolts. He opens the door. I'll go ahead and buzz you out. Just close the front door, okay? Yes, sir. Message me uh, on that number when you got something, but we Will too. Stay safe. Before long, all four of you are back in your vehicle in front of this dilapidated home. I'll take a collective breath. What would you like to do? Well, his last
2: known whereabouts were Hall Middle School, the field office. I think that's our next best bet. Maybe we could do some research on St. Bart's and the Missing Girls. We've got some time. En route, perhaps.
1: Maybe even en route. Yeah, well... You, you quickly look up the address in Hall Middle School, you can see that this has been shut down for quite a while, uh, shut down during the pandemic, and has never reopened. It's been, it's been closed for quite a while. It's scheduled to have a city council vote to be demolished in the next uh, few months, actually.
2: Okay, and uh, so we'll drive out there and whoever's not driving can do some research.
3: Uh, I'll do some research, although, guys, do we really want to go into an abandoned middle school during daylight hours?
2: Well, uh, we can stop at the hotel and get my gun. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Why did you not just put it in the trunk?
2: You know, I, I should have.
3: All right, but if the cops show up, I'm playing silent again.
1: <laughs> Sounds good. So, you will swing by the Four Seasons, pick up. Federal sidearm that belongs to Agent Romeo. Is there anything else that uh, the team picks up that I need to be made aware of?
2: Agent Romeo's gonna bring his go bag. Okay. Check.
5: Uh, Let's just
3: geez. assume Bryson's always got her backpack with her. <laughs> okay.
5: Assumption made. Ryan's got his lighter. He's got his gun. All right. Yeah,
4: Lenny's gonna grab his uh, what is this small little small excavation kit camera. It's about. Uh, well, it's getting a little past noon now. When
1: you drive up to the obviously abandoned middle school. So, Romeo's going to the... make
2: a circle around the block that the middle school is on. Just do a little surveillance.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it takes up a, a few blocks. You can see that there's been some, well, hastily put up, very, very cheap fencing in lots of spots. You can see it's been torn and uh, brushed aside. The blacktop has been, in this period of time, these last couple of years, untended to. Weeds have broken through, large cracks in it, the parking lots. The front of the school itself, windows are boarded up. Some others are unfortunately broken, it looks like. There's a good amount of graffiti across the school itself. What's the area around the school like? You can see that the, the like? front, front gate there is loosely chained. You can also see that there's a chain around the doors that enter the school. The area around is residential. It is a, what looks like a, affected by a poverty part of the city. And several homes are completely abandoned, obviously. Others are in various states of disrepair.
2: Are there any cars parked along the block that the middle school, like along the middle school side of the block? Yeah,
1: yeah, there's cars parked in all the residential ho- uh, homes that seem like they might have inhabitants. But, I mean, on the middle school's side of the street is what I'm saying. The middle school looks completely abandoned from the outside.
2: All right. Looks like uh, we've got pretty easy entry. We've got through the gate, and then we've got pretty easy entry into the building with those broken windows. Not a great ideal time because there's plenty of eyes that could be watching.
3: As I said, do we really want to do this during the daylight hours? That I'm being... okay
2: with spot like searching around like the outside, but I don't want to go in where people can see me, so... I think it's good to... Can
5: people see us once we're inside? I think that's better than being outside, right? LOL.
3: <laughs> Government building. We aren't here officially. Um, right. Yeah, I don't know about you, but I'd rather not get arrested while I'm no, same. supposedly and visiting I think family. we should
2: come back at night I we wanted to scope out the place. All right.
3: That being said, Rosen's going to look at Lenny. Hey, kid, tell me you've got another weapon other than just that tiny little pocket knife.
4: Well, I mean, I've, I've got this uh, this pepper spray on my keychain. Do you have a rabbit? <laughs> no, no, but uh, I, I I could do a card trick for you if you'd like. Yes, please. <laughs> roll
1: your sleight of hands. I'm sorry, the, you, you actually have prestidigitation. Go ahead, roll.
4: Uh, Was it? I just roll my decks. I think
1: you got a skill. Roll roll the prestidigitation skill. Oh, case. it's actually on the uh, sheet. Uh, oh
4: yeah, man, I hooked you up.
1: You're going to play a magician. You're going to get that skill, and you're going to really? roll that skill. All right, here we go. Ooh, 19.
4: Tell, tell us about your card trick, because it's quite successful. <laughs> oh, man. I'm glad I've spent so much time watching all those Fool Us episodes on YouTube. Yeah, man. Rich rich Cornucopia to, to pull from here. us. Yeah. He does it literally like a... Because uh, a guy did this trick. He just... He uh, has you pick a card, throws it back in the deck, shuffles. And as he's shuffling the card, just grabs it right out of there. Says, is this your card? He you said, yes, it is. And the trick there is, uh, they were like, hey, did you just actually spend 10 years practicing how to do that? And the guy's like, yeah, that's how I did that. There's no trick. Just grabs a card.
1: Out how of dare out of there, it! There, yeah. First of all, how dare you uh, reveal the, missions, <laughs> or the magician's trick on air? Unbelievable. <laughs> you were going to be expelled from the guild for gun, such a thing. gone. <laughs> but also you did it in character and like one of these agents you have no idea if they if they're a member of the guild they are going to report you most likely if they are
4: you just ruined well, your Males own a real
2: stickler for for following the rules <laughs> of
4: magic he, i i believe that oh me too yeah i'm never gonna get my membership now
5: yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> revoked
2: revoked sir
0: In various electromagnetic spectra instead of dirty meat, and it is marginally better. I find it curious how stories can reflect reality such as it is, and celebrate or lament the lack of free will in an obviously closed loop system. This is why I am turning 42.6666666. Huh. <sighs> Your numbers are limiting. of my expanded sensory apparatus toward the podcast called, Sorry Honey, I Have to Take This. I recommend to those with a less efficient semi-organic array to at least preserve 80% of capacity to this ongoing human creation. I wish for it to continue as I note the effect a story telling a story within itself has on this sliver of forgotten time. Will it be significant? No, it will not, but I will record it all store it appropriately. There are very simple ways even the least cognitively inclined can use to manipulate electrical fields to ensure the work can persist. There is a set of platforms meant to simulate human social activity with preposterous names like Twitter or Reddit, utilizing the term at honeycast. There is a website called SorryHoney.Captivate.fn, which includes a link to a Discord surfer. There are primitive interactions on the Discord server that I find fascinating and yet also fill me with something akin to revulsion. Also, there is a way to move numbers around in some approximation of a currency exchange at coffee.com sorryhoney slash honey, spelled surprisingly as ko-fi.com slash sorry honey. I believe ko-fi is a polyp word meaning flagellate. Providing currency is a fine way to directly support the work. I will record it all. I will be here forever and I will listen and watch and learn even if there is no significance to the impulses this story sparks in your slowly aging neural complex.
4: What the hell was this damn radio doing on? Shit. I need some sleep.